from the big screen to the small screen and everything in between. This is the Screeners Podcast, where all media is appreciated, but none is safe. Welcome to the Screeners Podcast. I'm Melody. This is Chad. I'm Chris. And I'm Daniel. And we are here with a special bonus episode review of The Mummy. Be excited, people. This is going to be a grand episode. I just can't even wait. So before we, before we jump in, just want to remind you guys that we love to have you join our conversation. Definitely the place that's happening most is on Facebook. So check us out at Screeners Podcast on Facebook. Or you can always email us at ScreenersCast at gmail.com. Let's jump into the episode. Welcome to the main event. For tonight's bonus episode, we have the honor and privilege of reviewing Alex Kurtzman's second feature, The Mummy. What the hell? Whatever's in there has been safely hidden for 2,000 years. This isn't a tomb. It's a prison. Nick! You are alive because you were chosen. Chosen by what? Evil. The ultimate evil. The IMDb description for The Mummy is as follows. An ancient princess is awakened from her crypt beneath the desert, bringing with her malevolence grown over millennia and terrors that defy human comprehension. I have a feeling that that IMDb description is probably better written than a lot of the passages in this movie, but we'll wait and see. <laughs> we could be surprised. I know among the screeners here, most of you at home were wagering on who would love this movie or like this movie. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that the it'd be a dead heat between Chris and Chris Jr. over there with <laughs> Daniel. Oh, come on, followed, Chad. You know you love followed these kind of by films. Followed by Melody, who is who always tries to find the positivity in Tom everything. Cruise. I hear he's magic Tom on Cruise. the screen. He brings the magic. <laughs> magic. Uh, and then me bringing up the rear as the lone sense of sanity. Oh, but, come on. You, you like this wow. kind of stuff, Chad. Let's, let's, not, let's not say, oh, I know everything. Come on now. Come I did, on. I'm looking. I don't believe I said I know everything. I said the. <laughs> I think but you did. if you want to leap to that, then so <laughs> this, this movie is, might. This is what yeah. we get for having Chad lead this segment. This exactly. was a I know. I feel yeah. like I've, I've let us all straight. You picked me to lead I'm this segment. So and so. Sorry. You get what you get. If you want a, a better, happier version, then you and or Daniel can lead it next time. <laughs> but if you stick me with this, you get what you get. So all that said, all that uh-huh. said, this is the second feature for prolific producer Kurtzman. You may recognize his name from Kurtzman and Ortsy fame. They've done a lot of prolific movies in Hollywood. But this is his second feature that he's been behind the uh, director's chair. This is also the supposed launch of the dark universe for universal wherein we were to get the establishing character of the mummy that would then branch out into many different monsters so that they could create their monster verse i guess what we'll do is i'll start with daniel so daniel Hmm. let's do this first it's no uh, secret that it was somewhat of a surprise casting choice that they had tom cruise as the lead in a movie like this so let me ask you this specific question is this movie worthy of Tom Cruise leading it and what to take it a step further did his presence make this an enjoyable experience that people should see interesting way you phrase that is the mummy 
worth Tom Cruise, as if Tom Cruise would heighten this type of movie. Interesting right. way to phrase that. Because I believe that. Melody has said he is magic on screen. Yes, she did say that. So. I have uh, said that. So look, I like Tom Cruise. I like Tom Cruise movies generally. Mission Impossible is an amazing franchise. Can't wait for the sixth one. So I certainly don't have a problem with Tom Cruise. I want to make that very clear. He is one of the biggest problems in this movie for me. Uh, oh, okay. So that's that's why I said it's interesting that you phrase it that way, uh, because I think this movie would be elevated if somebody else was in that lead role. My reason for that isn't that he was particularly bad. He didn't do, you know, it's not a particularly bad performance or anything like that, but th- he's Tom Cruise in this movie. Let's not pretend that Tom Cruise, when he's in these action blockbusters, you know, is some kind of acting chameleon. You know, he's always the same character. He just is. And, you know, it's often enjoyable, but Ethan Hunt is Jack Reacher, is Tom Cruise. They are the same characters, and this is just another one. And so that was one of my biggest problems, uh, is that this entire movie can be summed up in the word average. It is just so bland. It's as if they got in this writer's room for The Mummy and The Dark Universe and said, how can we make the most average and simple movie we can make and just bore everyone? Because that's what this was. It was so (laughs) average. There are worse movies, but everything about this was, if it wasn't for Tom Cruise being the star of this movie, this would make, if nothing else was changed except for Tom Cruise, uh, we would have lost, it would have made half what it made this weekend. It would have just been completely and utterly forgotten um, because there is nothing. I defy, if any of you like this movie, <laughs> defy Damn, you angry tonight. to, All to right. tell defy. me anything unique about this movie. There's nothing there. There's nothing <laughs> Oh, come unique. on, Daniel. Come and on. And so, it, like I said, there are worse movies. It's not like this is absolute garbage, but it's just there's nothing special about it. And that's that's what I'm so bummed about because there is a lot of potential in, in The Mummy. I... I, I I don't know how you guys are going to react to this. I this really, is not going to be a surprise what you're about to I say. I really, so really enjoyed the first three movies. Um, <laughs> uh, they have problems, wow. uh, but they're they're fun. Like, they're very fun movies. And there's a lot of potential there. You know, we don't see a lot of blockbusters set in Egypt or, or anything like that. It's It's got a lot of potential for to be something different from the normal blockbuster fare. It just was everything but that. Uh, they, they instead of having it take place in Egypt, they have it take place in some random dark forest, like all freaking blockbusters. Like it was just so average. It was just. It's shocking. in London, my friend. Most of this movie takes place yeah. in London. Yeah, and uh, I haven't seen too many blockbusters taking place in London, uh, except <sighs> lots have. It's a freaking city. Gosh, it's a freaking city. I like this. I am so I like this. I'm just so angry because it feels so uh, just. It feels like they didn't try hard enough. And I hate to say that because I know a lot of work goes into movies even when they suck. But it just felt so boring and average and bland. Every bit of it. And even uh, judging from the trailer, which was horrible, by the way, I thought this movie was going to be really self-serious and take itself just so serious. They have no humor. Um, I- I'm actually wrong on that. There was a lot of humor in this movie. The, the problem was it wasn't funny at all. Um, they tried a lot to inject humor into this movie, and it just wasn't funny. Even Jake Johnson, who I like a lot, uh, he did what he could, but it wasn't funny at all. So yeah, there's just so much wrong with this movie. It's just so average and bland, and uh, I'm really disappointed. Wow. So 
that's where I stand. I, yeah. I still, for the record, I think the Dark Universe is a great. There's is a potentially great idea. I can totally see a really cool, fun, campy action adventure, you know, universe being set up. Maybe if they change course and make it that way, I'm on board. But as it stands now, man, mm-hmm. this was a mess. This was a mess. Daniel, I must. I you know, I'm very. I'm proud of you. <laughs> very proud of you. I, that's about as angry as I think I've ever heard you, Daniel. <laughs> you really were offended by this film. Which is interesting. Okay, so yeah. now let's go to Melody. We'll save we'll save Chris to go after Melody. Melody, what did you think about the Tom Cruise situation? Same question to you and your overall thoughts on if he was able to elevate this material or if he even needed to be elevated. What do you think? I have to say that I could not disagree with Daniel Moore, <laughs> honestly. Oh, I, oh boy. Uh-huh. I was perusing Facebook before we saw this film, and I saw Daniel's commentary on it. I tried not to look, but I looked. <laughs> and Daniel was saying, like, you know, it's just pretty blah, whatever, whatever. And so my my anticipation was lessened because I was hopeful for this movie because I definitely loved the first movie, like the second and third, whatever. Yeah, those are great Plus, movies. I love Tom Cruise. I've already... I've already campaigned for this movie, right? But I, I, I dialed down my hope a little bit, but still, still, I was, I was going in. We were going to see what was going to happen. So Daniel's assessment of this film, and I quote, he says, this film is average in every way. Okay, I don't know if that's an exact quote, but he calls it average. Okay, average. I feel like that was an yeah, exact quote. Fa- fair enough. Okay. Well, I personally think that there is no scale in the history of movie making ever where this film could qualify as average. I'm oh, quite positive. Yeah. She brought it back. She brought it back. The worst movie that she has ever been made in the history of the world. I wow. hated every moment, literally every moment of this entire movie. Wow. It was so awful. In it the was... history of the world. Wow. Okay, because here's why. Because it could have been good. Because they put yeah. so much money into it. Because they had great actors. They had Russell Crowe and Tom Cruise. Yep. They had a great idea of this Egyptian mythology, whatever. And like completely just destroyed every there was there was not one single moment in this movie where i thought to myself i'm enjoying myself (laughs) not even enjoying myself let alone watching a good movie it was foolish it was patronizing it was an embarrassment nothing was funny the chemistry between tom cruise and the leading lady was just yeah just the, the worst i've ever seen i'm not even kidding russell crowe's character was just an abomination to what could have been and I just don't even, I can't hate this movie more. I really can't. Okay, as to the question of Tom Cruise, I feel like he has tapped into the dark magic of the dark universe, and I'm not interested in any more magic from that man, maybe ever, after this movie. Wow. It was was just that bad. That's my position. You're welcome. What? Yeah. Is this a true thing, Melody, that you don't ever want to see Tom Cruise again? Maybe not. Not right now. I need a break. First of all, he's 57 and nude in this movie, and my goodness, 57 (laughs) is looking good on Tom Cruise. Yeah. He is not 57 years old. He is 57. No freaking way. Hold on. I'm double checking. Scientology right (laughs) here. No way. Yes. Uh, Yes way. Must be clear. Lord. (laughs) (laughs) He's clear. He's beyond clear. He's OT level eight. Man, I'm telling you, he's something. (laughs) I guess. So, uh, okay. Well, holy. He's 55. He's 55 years old. He's 57. Okay. Well, so what? He's 55. (laughs) Yeah, I still give it to you. That is Interesting. Well, Melody, I can. This is very interesting because. 
Dan, let's just say it. Let's put our chips on the table, right? So yeah. Chris mm-hmm. loves pretty much everything, so we kind of know. We kind of know. <laughs> Daniel also pretty much loves everything. Melody, you're not, you don't really love everything, but you always want to. You're like very hopeful and sweet. And Daniel is also, <laughs> I would say Daniel is also someone that I would describe as being very kind, a good person, very difficult and slow to anger. <laughs> and yet both of you have what? almost lost your minds tonight <laughs> with anger at this movie. True. Like Daniel gave the longest I, I review of his career's career. <laughs> just event and melody is so angry that she no longer wants to even see tom cruise who looks great so i wow i'm just a little bit shocked here people yeah. i have to say when melody flipped that around man was, uh, was i did not expect that i thought she was gonna love this movie yeah. i am so pleased right now well so chris <laughs> okay. I, I mean i yeah. have to be honest here and say that i have yes. no idea what you're gonna say <laughs> I don't so chris what do you think you know i mean I, i'm gonna withdraw my question about Tom Cruise, yeah, and just say, what do you? I mean, what do you think? Where, where, where did you land? This movie is terrible. All uh, right, it's it's Hooray. it is it is not good. And in fact, watching the film, I felt I think like the first maybe ten minutes of the movie, the the setup, uh, I was kind of into because just like Daniel was saying, it actually takes place in Egypt. Uh, they're creating this interesting mythology hidden behind, like you know, a cover up. In the ancient world, potential queen pharaoh of uh, of Egypt. So that's all cool. Some really neat ideas, uh, some cool visuals. And then I feel like this movie just becomes rudderless and visionless. Honestly, you know, one of my the biggest things that I said that Mel and I talked with afterwards, like I feel like none of the characters really earned any kind of rapport or any, especially the, the, the two leads, Tom Cruise, Annabelle Wallace, I guess is her name. I don't feel like they had any chemistry whatsoever. The, the moment that they had at the end of this film, I feel like was completely unearned. It just is a silly, visionless, disappointing. I would call it worse than average. Daniel, I was going to do exactly what melody did when you were saying, calling it average. (laughs) I feel like calling this movie average does it a disservice because people think, well, maybe I can go in and enjoy it. I really do feel like this movie is a steaming pile. Um, it is just, it's not good. It is just not, it's not good. We saw it with, uh, uh, friends of ours and, you know, walking out of it, we were just like, what did you think? Because, Daniel, I think you hit it on the nose. And one of the things we talked about was that there's not any humor in this movie. and But it's silly. Uh, and it's unfortunate because I feel like the tone just doesn't work. They're, they're, they're always shifting the balance. And then we get this addition of Russell Crowe kind of like, I don't know, 60% of the way through the movie. And his character is pointless. There's no reason for him to be there. Um, when he finally reveals, you know, what he's doing and kind of his, you know, his position in this universe, uh, it's not interesting. It's just, it's just unfortunate because all the pieces are there. It could be an interesting film, um, but they squander it. And almost at every single, uh, moment, even the whole, this big press, uh, event they've done around shooting the zero G moment in the plane, even that moment goes by really fast and it didn't feel special. Like it was almost like, well, man, I think you just wasted a bunch of money doing this. Tom Cruise did that just to do it rather than actually adding to the film. And I feel like that pretty much speaks to the movie as a whole. They did things just to do them and it doesn't really add to the 
to the actual benefit of the movie or to the plot in any way, shape or form. So I just walked out thinking that was a waste of however long this movie is. I don't even know. Uh, it was just a waste and it's unfortunate. So for me, mommy is wow. not good and, uh, you should not go see this film. Wow. Uh, save your time. You three beautiful people. Yes. I mean, you're lovely human beings. And yeah. they hate this movie, folks. They hate it. I don't even know. Yeah. It's so, literally that bad. It's literally that bad. Just like I mentioned at the beginning, if we were going to take odds on who liked this movie the most versus the least, I'm pretty sure most of our audience would say, I would like it the least. I'm surprised to say that I like this a lot more than you guys. I think what? this movie is actually wow. pretty good. What? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm, it's not good. I'm just kidding. Okay. Oh, thank oh, you. Okay. oh man, I, you really were scaring I me. I was like, so I think confused. We have to finish. But, I think but this here, might be the last episode. <laughs> but here's the truth. I don't think it's the worst movie that's ever made. I don't think it's. No. I don't think I it's horrible. I, I do. I, I think the problem here is that because if if you if for me when I take a step back and I look at this movie, the budget was only I say only in quotes, but still. Relatively speaking, $125 million. Okay, that's expensive, but it's not crazy expensive. They had a story, because from the trailers, it, it looked to me like this was going to be massive world-ending event kind of stuff all the way through. It really wasn't. It was actually more like a love triangle <laughs> kind of movie. Um, <laughs> yep. And so I like the idea that it, was, it started big and stayed small. So I like that. Uh, for me, the concept of a dark universe that then gets us Dracula and Creature from the Black Lagoon and mm -hmm. all these things eventually ending up in a movie together, I think is great. I, I mean, I'm potentially very interested in what that really? what that would look really? like. Really? Yes, because really? I really yeah, that's yes, a great idea. Really, it's a, it's a great idea to redo all those uh, iconic characters, but in a way where CGI and special effects are now where they are. Yeah, I think that is interesting. If you can nail the tone. And I yeah. think that is the biggest problem with this movie is that it has it. I don't know if you guys have seen it. It's an older movie, but it's one of my favorites. It's trying to do this American werewolf in London thing with right. the with the character without going into spoilers with a character that goes through something in the movie, but still there. And it's right. kind of like the, the comic foil. And so the idea behind that is good, except the execution is terrible and it's not funny. And it's <clears> very forced. Like you can see, oh, that's the punchline. But you but you don't laugh. Yeah. Then beyond no, that, because it's not funny, because it's yeah. not, it really isn't. Then beyond that, they try to make the scary stuff kind of scary because they have five or six jump scares in here, but even those are poorly executed. They're not yeah. scary. And then you get to the what is clearly the attempt at establishing the universe, which we knew this is a, a very common problem. Same problem that DC had. It just baffles my mind that studios can't understand. What did Marvel do? They started off with one story about one character. We fell in love with that character. Another story, another character, fell in love with that character. And then they built on that, and then they had the universe. All these studios are in such a hurry to build the universe, they just try Gosh. to throw everything into the pot, and it never works. We all know it. Why aren't we in Hollywood making these decisions, people? This movie is just such a hodgepodge of all of those all of those different kind of competing identities and ideas that while executed I think actually pretty well in some cases like Chris I'm going to disagree with you a little bit about the airplane scene had I not seen the trailer that kind of showed a lot of the specific beats of that crash. I think that crash scene was executed pretty well. I thought it was pretty thrilling, and I liked it. Now, that's probably the highlight of the movie for me. But again, it just goes to, that, it just goes to this thing of 
it wasn't enough of anything. It, the scary parts weren't scary. The funny parts weren't funny. The exciting parts weren't exciting. But it was put together in a package that was pretty well done. So I'm very conflicted because it's not good. It's just really not good. And I can't really – I can't imagine anybody, like, coming out of this movie and liking it. So – Unfortunately, for anybody that held out any hope for this movie, I'm going to be in alignment with my fellow screeners, although a little bit more positive, and just say that this movie is no good and is a waste <laughs> of your time. Yeah, um, but I'm not like I'm not offended by it and I'm not like insulted by it. Because uh, I do think they were trying to do something, they just didn't do it very well. And then it's just over it's just full of so many plot threads trying to set up other things in the future that just loses all momentum. So I think that's what I think that's where we land. I don't know that we need to jump into spoilers. Did you guys have anything specifically you'd like to say about this film and spoilers, or should we just give our recommendations? I, of course not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can talk about Daniel's it for a long mad. time. I, mean, I think mad. most of most of the problems we've already discussed. There's no reason to keep beating a dead horse. So yeah, no, the I, thing the thing that I was really bothered by. This is not a spoiler. The thing that that really bugged me is the very end of this movie. Again, not a spoiler. Tom Cruise. I believe the very last line of this movie is uh, Tom Cruise saying something like, oh, come on, where's your sense of adventure? And then they have this big grand send-off mm -hmm. as if we just wrapped up some incredible yeah. action-adventure movie that was yeah. super adventurous and exciting. And I was like, what the heck did they think they made? Uh, yeah. That they thought this was, like, they the way it wrapped up honestly felt like they thought that's what they had made. And I don't understand sure. how they could possibly think that. It was just so shocking to me. Everything was shocking. Everything was horrible. <laughs> oh, come on. The some of I mean some of the effects are pretty good. Which okay. ones? Which Maybe. ones? <laughs> I mean some of the creature effects are fine. I mean, I like the sure. I, I really liked when the uh, well we're kind of in spoilery territory there. But when she first raises up some uh, security police guards that she had an encounter with the mummy and the way like that the they kind of movements. all twitch up. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, uh, I just watched World War Z. They did that four or five years ago. The exact same thing. I mean, this is none of this is special. That's my whole Daniel, point. Like everything, none the, nothing is, is new and special. I mean, everything is a riff on something <laughs> else. So, but but yeah, I, but, but it, doing it, the exact same stuff. I don't Ugh. think it was the exact same stuff. I thought it was cool, and it and it gave the appearance that those creatures would be menacing, which they were not. Anyway, yeah. sorry, Alex Kurtzman, but the screeners as well as most everybody else. Let me see. I think this movie. I had it number nine or ten on my box office prediction list. I'm not sure where you guys were, but it made a grand total of 31 million domestic, which is not good. I'm going to say it's a pretty safe bet that it's not going to end up in the top ten. Now, worldwide made 141 million worldwide, so it's already at 173 million. Mm. But um, I think overall, it's safe to say that uh, stateside, this is a definite underperformer and pretty close to being a bomb for sure. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, let's just go around very quickly and give our thoughts as if they don't already know. Let's start with you, Daniel, again. What are your thoughts? Uh, is this worthy of the theater? Is it a rental or should you skip it? Yeah, you absolutely do not need to go see this in theaters. There is would be a complete waste of your money, waste of your time. The only reason I would say to watch it maybe on DVD if you really feel like it is just because this is going to set up a universe and despite a crashing box office, I don't think that's going to deter them. So if you want to get in on that 
universe, then go ahead and watch it at home. But don't go to the theater to watch this. All right, Melody, what about you? Worst clearly, movie of all time. <laughs> clearly, I could never recommend anyone see this ever. I stopped my good friend this week. It was his birthday, and he was going to go see it. And I was like, you're not doing that for your birthday. Let me save your life. So, no, don't go wow. see it in the theater. And I disagree that the only reason to watch it as a rental would be to care about the universe because I will pray against this universe ever existing any further. But wow. if you want to watch it just to, like, literally see the worst movie ever made and be astounded at how horrible it is, then maybe watch it. Do you do you actually – is this your least favorite film of all time, like, officially? It's my least favorite theater-going experience. Wow. Like, Okay. Because because I was hopeful for it. It's probably okay. it's obviously not the worst movie ever made, but like the the biggest wasted potential of a movie ever. Maybe. Wow. That's well. That's saying something. All right, Chris. I, no, I mean the only reason why you're gonna see this movie is if you accidentally stumble in and you thought it was the Wonder Woman screening. Stand <laughs> up and go see Wonder Woman. You will be much happier. I promise. I think the third act in this movie is better than the third act in Wonder Woman, but I digress. Oh, what? my gosh. I'm what? Just my word. Stop. You are just lost your mind. You're just fuel on the fire. Just stop, stop it. Shut it. your it's mouth. True. It's true. <laughs> All right. little, I think they're pretty equivalent, actually. I was equally confused, what? but whatever. So okay, at least there was love at the end of The Mummy, but whatever. Oh, okay, so here I am. Really? Really? <laughs> That's love? Really? Yes. Keep trolling. Keep trolling, Jeff. Yes. Keep going. There was, there was love people oh that was was so bad i i'm going to say that this is a rental i'm gonna say it i think it's a rental i think a lot of people will enjoy this movie that when they see it what people i don't i don't i disagree okay so we have you you recommending see this movie nobody nobody so then why are you saying nobody somebody so anyway with that i guess we will say sorry to the dark universe until we meet again (laughs) And let's move on to our top three. Three, two, one. The top three. In honor or in shame of the mummy, our top three for this evening is our top three monster movies. Our top three monster movies. So as always, uh, we have no rules or regulations on what top three monster movies might consist of. We all make our own rules. Uh, some of us choose to just stretch that as far as it'll go, and that's fine. As always, we, we, we post this on Facebook, so a lot of you wrote in uh, with your own thoughts, so we'll get to that at the end. We'll dive right into our top three hang, monster hang, movies. Hang on just one second. Hang on just one second. So I was listening to the episode of the podcast that I was not on, and you said some pretty hurtful things <laughs> about me. <laughs> And now, when I'm here, you decide not to say them to my uh, to my face, huh, Daniel? Is that is that what's happening? I, I said it. I just didn't name names. He hinted. <laughs> I right, can't fine. wait to hear. You. Let's start First with of you, all, Chris. Hold on. To be fair, the truth can oh, never the hurt, truth. Chris. Or maybe the it truth. Can. Or maybe <laughs> wait a minute. Can. I don't know. What yeah. was it when we were picking something? I don't even remember what the top three list was, but we were picking our favorite top three movies of some kind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I picked Les Mis, the stage production. Yes. Hey, you know what? I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have a problem <laughs> with that. There are that no happened. rules. That is it the happened. literal thing you just said, and then you're like, "Well, some people decide to actually follow what I just said." Movies. So if you pick stage production, it's not a movie. <laughs> Or even a TV show can be stretched to fit under that. Daniel, why are you engaging? You know where this is going. That's a good question. Chris, I'll let you, I will, I will give the floor to you. What (laughs) is your number three monster movie or whatever you decide to interpret that as? (laughs) All right. Well, so when I was looking at the list, thinking about uh, monster films, 
Uh, one was instantly came to my mind, and uh, that was my it ended up being my number three pick, uh, and I think it's a pretty good one, and that is Monsters Inc. There's nobody here. Huh? There's, there's no kid. There's supposed All to be right, a kid. There's no kid to scare. Panic. I'm panicking because well, there's no, a total no, no, lack no, no. of kid here. Let's just check the schedule. Very embarrassing. Well, let me see. Nine o'clock. Nine o'clock. Boys' bedroom. Boys' bedroom. Out of Magnolia. Magnolia. Give me that. It's Mongolia. Mike, does this look like Mongolia to you? Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, well, okay, you remember the fifth grade yeah. when you spent all your time passing notes to Susie Boyles? Loved it. The rest of us were studying geography. This is not Mongolia. Uh, would, would you listen to this? Blame it on the little guy. How original. He must have read the schedule wrong with his one eye. Come on. Come on. Uh, don't take it personal. You were thinking Come on. that. Don't you were be so that. sensitive. Yeah. Come on, buddy. Little Blinky. Don't, Who's don't your buddy? do that. Who's your I'm buddy? resisting you. Come on. Don't make me Come like on. you. Don't, I don't want to like on. you now. Uh, yeah. I Great movie for all ages. Uh, wonderful story. Absolutely great life lesson. I just, I love that movie a lot. So Monsters, Inc. is my number three. Awesome. We will move on to Chad. Chad, what is your number three monster movie of all time? My number three monster movie of all time, and I tried to do this in a way that it was uh, a monster and or creature was central to the plot. For me, my number three is a horror movie called Hellraiser. I have seen the future of horror. His name is Clive Barker. Hellraiser. Beyond any terror you have imagined. A nightmare. No. Unlike anything you have witnessed. Is born because within these walls the unholy is unleashed. Hellraiser, a film by Clive Barker, will tear your soul apart. Uh, it was a movie that was done by Clive Barker, who's a prolific horror writer, and this was a movie that spawned the character Pinhead, that's an iconic kind of character. But this is actually more like a psychological study uh, than anything, and it, it's a very effective movie that still stands up to this day. So that's Hellraiser for me. So All right, I've, I've, I've not, never seen that. Yeah, I was going to say, I've, I've never watched that movie from beginning to end, but I remember watching it like on like late-night TV Mm-hmm. Um, and always being bored. It is pretty slow. Is that it, is that it right? It is. It is pretty deliberate because it is very okay. much a kind of a like I said a psychological study in. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't. It's hard to say without spoiling kind of what it is. Um, yeah. But if you can, if you kind of go in knowing that it's not like a. I mean, there's plenty of violence, but it's not like a slasher flick. Um, there's a really good and compelling story in there for sure. Interesting. All right. And so we'll go to Melody. Melody, what is your number three monster movie of all time? Okay. Well, I had to take some time to think about this because I I tried to decide whether I should interpret this my number, my top three monster movies or my top three movie monsters because there are monsters within movies that I find more compelling or scary than the actual total film. Yep. But then there, but then you have to look at like the total film. So I went ahead with the total film versus the specific monster in the film, even though hopefully these monsters are central enough. But I I went back and forth, so I have multiple lists, but I'm choosing this one. So in that case, and I also went with kind of what 
was most freaky and compelling to me in the when I watched these movies versus looking back what I think like, oh, that was an incredibly awesome portrayal of a monster. And I also tried to think out of the box besides the usual ones. So having said all that, my number three monster movie. There's a lot of rules. I I literally have like four different configurations of top threes, (laughs) whether I was going with like the classic ones or whether I was going with like the actual monsters. You'll have to give us that list. With that said, my number three is Pitch Black. I know it's it's an older movie, but it was really freaky when I saw it. And those monsters were scary to me. And I still I feel like that movie still seriously holds up. Pitch Black. I have also not seen Pitch Black. Oh, what? You need to see that movie. All right. So so far, two movies that I haven't seen. So uh, that's why we do these. All right. So for my list, uh, I had very few rules. Uh, the, the Really, the only criteria was that the monster, I wanted the monster to be something fictional uh, as opposed to like a scary movie set in like real life with creature. Yeah. I don't want to stomp on anybody else's list by naming what I what I, that eliminated. But yeah, so that was my only thing. So for my number three, it, it may be just that it's a fairly new movie. So I'm still I might still be riding high from seeing it. But uh, that would be Kong Skull Island. What? Yeah. Wow. I'm what? That's on my it's on my uh, honorable mentions, oh, but it did not make word. my top three. But, I yeah. really, really, really enjoyed that. It's a good one. I, I never saw it. that movie. It was it's good so pick. good. It's yeah. it's not a good pick. It is a good pick. Uh, yeah. We're talking about top three wow. of all time. You know, of all time. Now, now also let me give another disclaimer. Uh, when I was Googling lists, trying to trying to look at all the different monster movies and, and figure out my list, you know, I haven't seen a lot of monster movies, actually, uh, given that I've already two of the ones named I haven't seen. So that's also a contributing factor. Uh, There's no excuse so. for that, sir. Sorry. <laughs> but also rectify that situation. It's a great movie. It's a great movie. And I stand by that pick. So uh, we will go back to Chris. Chris, what is your number two monster movie or thing of all time? You know, I, I think this movie fits. <laughs> oh, of course. Here we go. Uh, it, it does. It does. Because, I mean, honestly, what what is the definition of a monster, really? You know, like, what is the definition of a monster? Uh, for me, these next two are some of my favorite movies of all time. I think they're pretty much perfect movies. So number two for me is Ghostbusters. This movie's okay. funny. Uh, it has got some incredible monsters. Uh, it is uh, a really great, great ride. And if you haven't seen Ghostbusters, you should see that. And I'm not talking about the new one. I'm talking about the original. Go see that movie. It is fantastic. Ghostbusters, number two. Mm-hmm. All right. That's okay. a fair pick. Yep. All right. So, Chad, what's your number two? My number two is the 1987 Sam Raimi Evil Dead This movie is hilarious and scary and funny. Yes, it's a masterpiece. It is. um, It's essentially a remake of Evil Dead, the first one that he did, but he had more money and he expanded the story a little bit. It is great. It's a. It's a very typical cabin in the woods and nowhere to go, and strange things start happening when the Book of the Dead is opened. And like I said, it's really. Uh, you know, Ash versus Evil Dead. All of those characters came from this. It is great. It's you talk about still holding up today. It's really good, but it's also the kind of movie like if if horror movies freak you out and they're too intense for you, this is not that. This is more exciting, and like I said, there's a dark humor to it as well. So, Evil Dead Two, it's really great. 
I have not seen a single Evil Dead movie. So, uh, man, I'm well, getting a lot of... You can miss the first oh. one and go straight to number two. It's fantastic. Yeah, okay. they're they're very good. And then, of course, uh, Army of Darkness is mm-hmm. is bonkers. Yeah. It is really good. Yeah, it's great. Awesome. Uh, all right, Melody, what's your number two pick? My number two pick is... I feel Okay, I'm not super confident about it, but it made this list because I just really love this movie and I feel like the monster in it is extremely disturbing. So the movie is Pan's Labyrinth. Mm, and right. for, for, for many reasons, if you haven't seen that movie, you totally should because it's a masterpiece. Melody, you don't have to apologize for Pan's Labyrinth. We had freaking Kong Skull Island on this list. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh, Go ahead, sense. Daniel. I mean, How you dare know, you? I mean you no disrespect. Uh, I think you did. I, I think I that's do, exactly yeah, that what was, meant you by that. Definitely meant disrespect. It's true. I literally <laughs> mean disrespect. <laughs> I mean, it was, it was a disrespect. It was a slam. So uh, I actually just uh, pulled a melody and I uh, changed my list on the fly because a, a movie just popped into my head that's actually that I pulled pulled Chris. Out. To be fair, but what do you mean pull oh, the okay. melody? I have <laughs> done sorry. that like one time. So I'll sorry. claim it. I'll let's claim it. Call I don't pulling, care. Let's call it pulling I, a feral. How about that? Oh, I enjoy breaking the rules ladies and gentlemen i enjoy it so just call me chris break the rules feral so i am call him him that daniel do it (laughs) i'm gonna call him that i'm gonna break his rules and not call him that uh so (laughs) my my number two pick that just popped in my head because i totally forgot about it until just this moment is a fantastic film super eight i've got nothing against your friends i like your friends now things have obviously changed for us have to help Charles finish his movie. Be good for you to spend some time with kids who don't run around with cameras and monster makeup. Uh, could you close your eyes, please? Yeah. And action! An eastbound freighter derailed what the cargo was on that freighter. We don't know. We can't tell anyone. I know. I understand you have concerns about our cargo. Colonel, there isn't anything else that I should know, is there? I can assure you the answer is no. We've gotten calls from people who have found local dogs, but the calls coming in aren't local. Lucy! What the hell? Yeah. Love it. It's so much. Uh, That is so much fun. And uh, yeah, I really, really like that movie a lot. That's a great movie. Cool. I love that movie, That's too. A good pick, yeah. I'm glad to hear you guys like that movie. I was going to be really bummed if you didn't. Yeah. All right, so we're going to go back to good old Chris. What is your number one monster movie of all time? How about my number one movie of all time? How about that, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen? Hey-o. Look, I, you know, I almost didn't put it on here because I felt like it was an obvious thing, but I can't do a monster movie in top three and not mention Jurassic Park. There you Best go. movie monsters ever best movie ever that movie oh i love it so my number one monster movie of all time bar none absolutely jurassic park nice that's the only reason i didn't pick that was because of the was because of the uh my rule of i wanted the monsters to be something fictional so that's to eliminate that and like jaws and a couple other things but right uh, fantastic movie fantastic movie yeah all right, Chad, number one pick. What is it? So it goes without saying, this was my Jaws memorial list. That's two lists in a <laughs> row. Go, Jaws. Um, but <laughs> number one for me, and it was not even close, is Pan's Labyrinth. It is a masterpiece. <laughs> it right. is a masterpiece in every sense of the word. 
So it's my number one. Beautiful creatures, a, a marvelous, mesmerizing, sad, and yet hopeful story. So Pan's Labyrinth it is. So when do you think Guillermo del Toro is going to make another like exceptional film? Any ideas? Do you, do, is he you know, working on anything? On... I just haven't heard a lot from him. I know he was working on the Hobbit movies there for a minute, and then he wasn't, and then he was working on... I know he's been working on several different projects, and I feel yeah. like he leaves more projects than he actually completes. Well, most uh, of the stuff he does recently is just kind of okay. It's not right. like bad. Like Crimson Peak, kinda, right? Yeah, yeah. Like that was just yeah. kind of weird. And even yeah, and Pacific Rim is a good movie, but it's... And, but he's producing of, that movie, right? That was a, he was just a producer role. Well, or no, did he, he, directed, actually, he directed that. He's producing he? the second one. Yeah. Okay, that, oh, that's what it is. All right, all right, yeah. all right, all right. That's right. He's, well, doing, he's doing a movie called The Shape of Water, which is uh, an otherworldly story set against the backdrop of the Cold War era circa 1963. And I've heard a lot of good things about it. So we'll see. Yeah. All right, all right. So I, I, bet he'll do, I bet he'll do another great one before Tom Cruise will. Just saying. Oh, oh wow. She's Burn. so dumb. All right, Melody, what is your number one monster movie of all time? I, I had to go with this one. I'm not a huge fan of like giant monsters tearing around cities or terrorizing people or like, I don't know. I don't get scared by like monsters that you see, right? So this is still like the classic to me monster-ish movie. It's a monster. Uh, Signs. Signs is my movie. What could make geometric shapes the size of a football field? What kind of machine can bend a stock of corn over without breaking it? Can't be by hand. It's too perfect. So the aliens can't read our minds? No. Some animals around the county have been acting funny. Some of them violent. It's almost like they act when they smell a predator around. Ahmad, Nairobi, Bangalore, and Jerusalem. Same shows on every station. Every station? It is the 18th reported crop site in that country in the last 70 years. All right. Okay. Yeah, that's a good pick. That's fantastic. Yes, absolutely. Incredible movie. Uh... If I had thought about that, I might have added it, but... Uh, hey, why we'll not? Just past. change it, Daniel. Just do a feral. Uh, Pull a feral. I'm, I'm not going to do that again. Uh, no, but that's a great pick. Uh, for my number one, uh, I went with a movie that is uh, pretty obvious. I'm, I'm actually surprised nobody else picked this. I, I was going to like skip over it just because I, I thought it was so obvious, but I put it on anyway. So that is Alien. Yep. yep. Fantastic yeah. movie. It's a memorial list. You should have just done it, Daniel. Just do it. Yep. <laughs> All right, so as always, there's there's far too many movies to to narrow it down just to a list of three. So we usually have some honorable mentions. So we'll go on real quick and hear what those are. Chris, what are your yeah. honorable mentions? Yeah, well, like I mentioned before, one of them's Kong Skull Island. Just a funny, silly, Pasha. awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, wow. please continue. It was I couldn't help. It's involuntary. You done? You done? That no, was involuntary. I can't help. It's you a condition. Yes. Kong Skull Island. Uh, and the other one I put down that almost came, it I was so close to beating out Monsters, Inc. Um, just because of the tone. I really love Cabin in the Woods. Fun romp. Uh, good send up of the tropes that we're all familiar with in monster movies, specifically Evil Dead 2. I mean, if you've seen Evil Dead 2 and then you watch Cabin in the Woods, uh, you're much more well informed of what it's trying to say. So yeah. anyway, those are my two, uh, two, two ones that almost made the list. Good. Awesome. 
Chad, what are your honorable mentions? I had three. Monsters, Inc., which has already been mentioned, and then yeah. uh, a movie near and dear to my childhood, Gremlins. I love the original yeah. Gremlins. Okay. And then the other one that was almost my number three and prob- probably should have been but, but uh, got beat out is David Cronenberg's The Fly with Jeff Goldblum. Mm-hmm. That movie is <laughs> gross. Fantastic. It is so good, and it's weird in that Cronenberg way, but still very compelling. So, The Fly. Another one I haven't seen. Awesome. Oh, you need to watch that one right away, man. Daniel, you would like that one a lot, I think. I think I would. It's one of those that's been on my list for a long time, and I've just never watched it. Yeah, it's great. It is body horror to the nth degree. But with a great story. But with a great story. (sighs) All right, Melody, what are your honorable mentions? Well, most of mine have been mentioned already. I had Monsters, Inc. I had Cabin in the Woods. Uh, I had Alien. And then I had Stranger Things because I felt like it just just somehow be mentioned in here, right. even though it's not a movie. And then the other one I had was The Ring, which I don't know if that quite is considered a monster, oh, yeah. but sort of. So, Absolutely, yes. That, that's definitely the freakiest movie Close. I've ever seen. So. Absolutely. You know. I didn't put it on my list because I wasn't sure. <laughs> awesome. And I had a few here. I had The Thing, which is great. Uh, oh, I yeah. had The Mist and King Kong from 2005, uh, which is a fantastic movie. Uh, the movie that Super 8 beat out uh, at the last second was actually Cloverfield. That was in my list for a little yeah. bit. I, I love Cloverfield. I agree. I, too. It. I need to revisit Cloverfield. I haven't seen it in many years. I meant to watch it before Clo- 10 Cloverfield Lane, but I just didn't. Need to I need to revisit that film. And that's another one that I, I love just it. even though it's I great. had Cloverfield on my list, I totally forgot about Ten Cloverfield Lane. So that's yeah. another honorable mention. That's true. I, I should that, that definitely would be on my on my honorable mentions. Yeah. No, that's that's yeah, I'm glad I said it. Hey. <laughs> awesome. All right. So There's still we time also... to change it, Chris. Go. Hurry. Hey, my number two <laughs> A is Ten Cloverfield Lane. <laughs> All right. So like I said, we also uh, got some listener feedback here on Facebook. If you ever want to join the conversation, that's where it's at. Uh, so we had a couple responses here. Anthony uh, threw out Young Frankenstein, which is a decent pick there. Mm. Uh, we also had Samson said Wolfman from 2010, which is a surprise pick. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't, I don't like that movie at all. But you know, Samson <laughs> does, and that's great. And then Anthony also uh, wanted to remind us that uh, Chris hasn't mentioned Hannibal in a while. If you want to consider oh, him a mount- monster, man. monster of a different sort. Why didn't I bring that up? Yeah, why <laughs> didn't you? Hey guys, have you if you haven't seen Hannibal yet? It is anyway. So all right, guys, uh, thank you so much for uh, joining us for our top three list here. Like I said, as always, join the conversation on Facebook, and uh, we might hear your picks on the podcast. You're listening to the Screeners Podcast. All right, guys, thanks so much for joining us on this episode of The Screeners. You know, we say it at the top of the show, and I want to say it here as well. We love to hear from you, the listener. So please let us know what you thought of our top three picks, what we missed, what we should talk about next time. Uh, We are going to be chatting about Cars 3. So if you want to go see that film and then review it along with us, listen to uh, the, the review, and then also give us your feedback, that would be awesome. Really looking forward to it, guys. So hope you have a wonderful couple of weeks, and we will see you next time. And that's a wrap. You've heard what the screeners had to say. Now you be the critic. Head over to screenerspodcast.com and let us know what you think. See you next time. I wish Josh was here to brighten things up. <laughs> that's right. Maybe wow, he would have no loved it. His dark heart would have enjoyed this movie. <laughs>